so I start out. Um, very simple question when it comes to data breaches. Um, who is more likely to be the origin of the threat that leads to the data breach? Is it an external actor or is it the internal actor? So an employee, a contractor, an intern. So who is more likely to cause the data breach, internal or external? Starting with Alexei. I am absolutely sure it's the internal guy. It's always the malicious internal uh, simply because they have so much more opportunity to do that and you know even with like even with the real life murders it's always like the, the immediate <laughs> member of the family and i guess the same applies to cyber security as well okay agree marina uh yes actually i believe it is internal not just because someone actually can steal the data or agree with someone else to steal the data but also um it could be, you know, from, from people who are not really technical, maybe they are not uh, aware, for example, of some threats. They just click, <laughs> you know, so on, on the wrong email or uh, logging into the wrong website or something like that. And, you know, uh, the attacker is already in. So I would say it is internal okay. most of the time. Well... I didn't really say what you meant malicious insiders or just uh, human error, people, like you say, clicking on the, the oh, links, et cetera. But oh. you could argue that it's always outsiders, isn't it? I mean, you might blame the insider for clicking on that phishing link, but it was the outsiders that created that in the first place. So I'm going to go left field on this one and say it's the outsider. Okay, okay, because I, I was also surprised. So um, the, the source is the Verizon 2023 data, data breach investigations report. And it says that 83%, so the vast majority of data breaches, are um, they're, they're the external actors are responsible. So it's only wow. 19% for the internal ones, which surprised me as well. That's the reason why I picked it as a question, of course. Uh. Um, it's really, I'm really curious, like, do they count breaches which were all, like, reported through a third party, or what about those which have not been uh, discovered yet? Okay, so, so the, the unknown unknown always is an issue. Um, so I don't know. These are the official figures that I took from their, um, from their actors statistics. Um, and as it was really surprising to me, uh, I, I think 19 or, or something, 19% uh, for the internal ones is still much too high. So this is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, so fight the 19%. Um, but um, this was surprising to me as well. So um, where the basis is, I, I could check that. Um, but these are the official figures from the from the Verizon report. But they like Paul's perspective, you know. So initially, in the first place, who created the attack was an outsider, regardless of the person who clicked it or not, right? So then it is right. actually a good perspective. I didn't, I didn't think about that before, but Paul... Yeah, but well, it, a data breach. A data breach can also occur where if somebody just discloses an S3 bucket um, un, un, unwillingly, so that does not need an, an external attacker. This is just misconfiguration or, um, yeah, just just error. Absolutely, yes. Well, I'm glad I was right. It makes up for my duff interpretation of the uh, Akamai <laughs> report. So uh, I've gained some credibility back. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you can even try more because it's your next question. 
My question then is security awareness training, which we all love, can help you save money on buying security platforms. Can I start? <laughs> no, oh, yeah, sorry. Ma Marina, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, I, I, I would say it depends what you want the platforms for. I mean, if the platforms, <laughs> are, the platforms are to uh, have like a better supply chain risk management, for instance, then you will need to spend it anyway. So the security, uh, I mean, like the training that we have in cybersecurity is a kind of um, another tool that we use, but I don't really think that it will actually save money for that. It will actually prevent for the attack to happen, but companies still need to actually put in place uh, other measures as well. So, so you're saying it wouldn't, you can't save? No, I, 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 you said, can't... I said this is not true. I said this is not okay. true. Yeah, that's my answer. Okay. Alexa, well, sorry. So I, mean, I really have like really mixed feelings about this whole uh, security awareness training. I think uh, people tend to overestimate its uh, usefulness massively, simply because, well, I mean, judging by uh, the platform we use uh, ourselves internally, <laughs> this is, you know, really, uh, this is a kind of knowledge that goes into your like left ear and goes uh, out of your right one 10 minutes later and you remain on the wiser. It's just not something which people are really incentivized to learn. Though probably with uh, different tools with much more uh, developed like social and even financial incentives, it could work. But the way it's done in the majority of companies, no, yeah. it doesn't help at all. Matthias. Okay. Um, yeah, I take the other other way. Actually, I think it makes sense to do so. And even more importantly, I think leading by example, especially for us, um, is is an important thing to do. So um, learning from each other and and teaching more cyber hygiene in general is of importance. Is this when this is done through such a platform? Um, it might have the effect that Alex had described that it really is something that really needs to be hammered in, otherwise it gets lost. Um, and hammering it in has its own faults and flaws. Um, but I think not doing anything would be m even more wrong. So I would go for, for it can achieve something and one should do something. Um, but leading by example, helping your own team to be better is even more constructive. This is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and I think being aware and learning every day a bit more about that should should be the way to move forward. Um, leaving it all to technology is surely not the way to move forward. Okay, well, there's no scientific correct answer on this. It's more like what Alexei was saying. I have a personal kind of bugbear uh, uh, about a lot of security, so-called awareness training in that it like literally is pointless. Um, so I think a lot depends on how you do your security awareness training and how often. And I personally think it's endlessly sending out pretend emails or pretend phishing emails. After a while, people get very tired of that and, and cynical about it. Um, and my opinion is that you thinking that you can 
rely on awareness training, uh, certainly not on its own, but rely on it to somehow mean you don't have to buy technology is, is very, very false um, economy. So I, I think, I mean, whole companies have been built around security awareness training and uh, they tend to all do the same kind of thing. You know, everybody says don't click on a link, but look what happens when, you know, the person at MGM, they probably had some security awareness training. And the first thing they say is, oh yeah, your password is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Have a nice day. So yeah, I, that, as I said, there's no scientific. I just wanted to, you know, bring it up you know, because uh, I think Paul, it going is back to, uh, Going back to my earlier question for a second, I mean, this whole training it has to start much earlier in life. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it shouldn't just be it shouldn't just be a work thing. Like it affects your home work life as well. So yeah, that's a really good point, Alexei. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, next question, the second to last question is Alex, eh? Okay, my second question would actually be somewhat uh, related to generations as well. So looking back to, let's say, uh, our current world we live in, post-digital information, AI, whatever, uh, and compare it to the situation we had like 10 years ago, like the emergence of cloud services, mobile devices, and 20 years ago, before all this has even started, when was cyber security situation like the worst? Was it like 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or now? Good one. Want to start? Yeah, uh, I would say 10 years ago. Uh, only because I think security technology has developed quite a bit. I think, especially on the identity management side, um, also on like the first line of defense, things like, you know, web firewalls and all that stuff, that's kind of just almost mature now. Although there is, you know, the number of, like you said, you know, it's a 500,000 a day, um, get produced and there is probably more attacks. Um, but I think it was probably worse 10 years ago, simply because we still had the same kind of attacks, but the, the defensive software was more primitive. Um, and I think we've starting to get to terms with the cloud and cloud security as well. So I'm going for 10 years ago was worse. I, I would say I would say twenty years actually, but you know why? Because the only thing that we need to be a target of a cyber attack is to be online. And actually the main boom for internet started in, in, in two thousand, I would say, even though internet already uh existed in the nineties, that's what they would think. But again, like I'm not sure. This is I, I am going like to, through my logic as 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 I think as as Paul did. <laughs> Fair enough. What do you think, Matthias? Okay, I hope today is also an option for for an answer because I think today is the the, the cybersecurity situation um, is um, it's a game of 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 um, uh, the the threat actors and the and the uh, um, and the protective measures competing with each other. And but we have such a large number of attack surfaces. We have such a large number of growing 
um, attacks and threats. Um, and it's just by the, by the mere numbers, how many people are, uh, and how many devices, how many systems are exposed to some kind of, of, um, network, be it the, the hostile, the evil internet or something else is so much bigger than before. So I think just from, from, from the math, I would say today is the worst situation, even with growing cybersecurity. Okay, well, we have three different opinions. <laughs> and of course, uh, again, kind of, uh, there is no one true answer to this, but there is one uh, really interesting metric, I believe, kind of reflects a lot in this regard. Basically, the single largest, the most catastrophic cybersecurity event in the entire history of cybersecurity has actually happened uh, basically 20 years ago in 2004. It was the so-called Maidu virus attack yeah, yeah, yeah. and its direct uh, damages uh, are estimated to be almost $38 billion. So nothing, not even modern strains of ransomware has come even close to that. So I believe 20 years ago, it was like, yeah, the Wild West, the, the yeah. fresh frontier. There was no cybersecurity basically in the world. We don't now we are much better. That's that's true. We don't seem to have those kind of um we used to call them worms or that doesn't seem to happen so much now. Like a a virus that, that spreads from company to company and uh you know remember a floppy disk people used to you know and USB sticks they, that was a good way of spreading malware. Now it is, seems much more in, uh, criminal focused on ransomware and are just targeted attacks. So they like MGM. I, I keep mentioning MGM. I'm sorry, MGM. Uh, I love MGM's uh, casino personally. Very, very big hotel. So, um, so that's, uh, that's good. But what about 10 years ago, Alexei? Was I right? Or did it get, did it get worse again and then go down again? What do you know? Well, I mean, our, when did we have those uh, like biggest ransomware attacks, like NotPetya and something? I think it was around two. That was 2017 or something. So it wasn't really like 10 years ago, but close. Hmm. In any case, we are doing definitely noticeably better nowadays, right? Simply because we have, I guess, better tools, better technologies, and maybe a little bit more cybersecurity awareness in the general public. Yeah, Matthias, I'm sorry. I, this this is supposed to promote cybersecurity awareness, and I've said it's a complete waste of time, but it isn't a complete waste of time. It isn't. No. Viewers, so. <laughs> so keep sending those keep sending yeah. those fake phishing emails, and and even better ones. So, final question, final statement, final um, contributor is Marina for that game of fact and fiction. <laughs> Yes, well, uh, again, I will go with the numbers um, and, and let's see uh, what do you think. In 2022, the United States reported the highest number of cybersecurity incidents worldwide. Do you think it is true or false? Well, that's a bit like the last question, isn't it? <laughs> that's false. <laughs> Clearly, that's false. <laughs> Why? Well, because Alexei just said it was um, much worse in the 10, 20 years ago. 
But incidents doesn't translate into uh, actual – into success. Yeah, so maybe it's true, but, I, yeah, all right, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you believe that it is false, then it's false. You know, it, it, like it, we will see in the end. No, I changed my mind. It's true. But it doesn't necessarily – like, but it isn't actual successful attacks. Uh, if you really are talking about uh, the number of incidents, and especially it's the number of reported incidents, then it could very well be true. Uh, because, well, I mean, better reporting it even shows that we are actually doing better in terms of the overall security awareness again and uh, visibility than before. Right. So then, then final answer from my side, I think... Um, this is a difficult, difficult thing to answer because just configuring a firewall rule better prevents cyber attacks because they don't get through. Uh, mm. And the same is true if you translate that from the stupid little firewall rules over to more sophisticated cybersecurity mechanisms that we as analysts are talking and researching all the time. Um, this is difficult to answer. I, I hope then th that the number is, is shrinking and then, then that statement would be true, but it's shrinking not because the overall number would be uh, smaller, but because there's much better protection. Uh, so that would be my point of view here. Um, but yeah, the, I, I, it, it's difficult to answer. I would say just for, for, um, for contradiction, I would, say, I would say no. They are much more today, but they go unnoticed, or they are prevented. So I would say no. <laughs> and then, Matthias, we are going to the uh, eternal problem of every analyst: defining things. Like, yes. what is an incident? Is it like uh, <laughs> a single uh, detection event, including the statistical noise and false positives? Is it a real? malicious activity happening? Is it uh, a blocked malicious activity? Like, do we count those, for example? Or do we only count those who actually succeeded in uh, breaching your uh, uh, perimeters or whatever? Right. Is it prevented? Uh, this is like the biggest problem we are facing, and this is the biggest challenge for, again, cybersecurity awareness, because mm -hmm. we have to uh, ensure that we talk the same language as the vendors and the general public and uh, basically everybody else in the industry. And unfortunately, most of the time, we don't. And this is what we have to address. I agree on that. But what you need to think is, if it is something that has been reported, probably it has to be escalated somehow, for example, uh, through a cyber insurance policy or so. You know. So then if you need to uh, claim for some compensation, maybe you need to actually have your incident reported. If you don't need it, uh, there are many companies still that they don't do this just because they don't want others to know that they uh, were a target, for instance. Okay, but what's you the know? answer? Well, the answer is that uh, it is true. United States uh, was a country with the highest number of cybersecurity incidents. But in 2022, and this is the, the, the uh, curiosity data, let's say, India was actually pretty close to the United States in terms of the reported uh, cybersecurity incidents. Um, it is very common to think that uh, it could happen only in the United States because of their, their large online presence and the diverse street landscape that they have. But, uh, well, apparently there are other countries that are also being targeted. I guess the more interesting question would be uh, which country 
actually generates the, the largest number of those incidents oh. as in where do they originate from do you have any kind of statistics on that i need to look for that is it north korea china <laughs> or iran or russia maybe why why always there why cannot be well, another that's country? what we constantly hear from the press well not always but yeah i have yeah. to i have to i have to uh have a look on that and then we come back uh, with I am going back to statistics on cybercrime. A few years ago, every conference you went to and every speaker would say that the cybercrime industry is now worth more than the global drug trade. And everybody picked that up and and went with it. But there's never been any um, statistical evidence for that. Uh, I think it literally some guy once said because it would help sell a few more appliances says he'd realize that this is now bigger than the, the drug trade. And it, because it sounds sexy and, you know, thrilling, everybody started saying it and, and there was no proof whatsoever. And it, cause like, how do you, how do we even know what the drug trade is worth, let alone the cybercrime industry? So I've always yeah, been very. The street price of yeah. the incident or cybersecurity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That other one, like uh, an incident costs you $4.5 per person or something. And it's all driven a lot by vendor marketing um, because statistics sell products. So there you so go. True. So true. But um cybersecurity awareness um this is the reason why we did that little game and first of all we learned that even us analysts do not everything um perfectly um and and there are questions that we answered wrong and if this is true for everybody then maybe cybersecurity awareness is still something important to look into maybe not cybersecurity awareness training as the way in the way that they are usually done but maybe there are better ways to do that so there's room for improvement for that but learning more about cybersecurity and being more aware in this month of october and beyond is of course of importance and going beyond of course but beyond this um cybersecurity awareness month um, of course, I want to highlight our upcoming cybersecurity event in Frankfurt in mid of November. I think all of us will be there. Um, so um, Cyber Evolution in Frankfurt will be a great event combining cybersecurity, but also other emerging technologies, including AI, machine learning, but also very traditional cybersecurity threats and uh, how they are tackled. Um, so that will be an interesting part to or aspect to look at. So thank you very much for being contestants in this fact or fiction um, game today. I, I think it was, at least for me, it was really fun. It was great to meet you. Um, it was great to have some answers right and uh, not so great to have some answers wrong, but nevertheless, we are still all in the process of learning and getting better to that. Um, of course, when you look at that video and maybe you're looking at this on YouTube, leave your comments below um, um, and, and give also maybe contradicting statements to what we said, because there was a lot of uh, opinion uh, in there as well in the answers. So really looking forward to that. Um, maybe if you think we should do this more frequently, this was just a one-off, let us know. Um, and 
with that, I think we can close down that call, that show, that um, quiz. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, everyone. Thank you.